coast to coast, nonstop action. This is the premier source for National Hockey League news. Scores, highlights, and the Anaheim Ducks. It's time to light the lamp with Alexis Downey. Welcome to Light the Lamp. I am Alexis Downey, now joined by a very special guest in studio today, Ryan Getzloff. Ryan, welcome to the Paul Korea studio. Yeah, thank you. It's an honor to be here. <laughs> How are you doing today? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. It's been uh, it's been a busy morning, but uh, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> so you were at the Women's Learn to Play on Sunday, going back to over the weekend. And I know that was a program that you started while you were here at the Ducks. So what was that like on Sunday, getting to be there and see everyone out on the ice? Yeah, it was cool. That was uh, obviously they had a they had a big event the night before, which uh, drew a lot of attention, a lot of interest. And um, it was just great to see that many uh, ladies and, and girls uh, sign up to come on the ice and um, just try it out. And um, some of them never been on the ice before. So that was really cool. What was the thing that inspired you to start that program while you were here? Um, I think it was just part of um, building off of what Henry and Susan had envisioned here in Orange County and building the game. And um, me and Corey decided that we were going to be able to be um, a little bit of a financial backing to some of that um, with our relationships through hockey. And um, and so that was important to us to, to kind of give back to the community and grow the game here in Orange County. And it certainly has grown the game quite a bit in California as well, too. I mean, you've witnessed it for many years, but how does that make you feel just getting to see the growth of hockey, too, in California? Yeah, it's cool. It's still to this day. is It's awesome. I have families and kids and stuff that come up and um, and say thank you for their equipment. And uh, and that's really what it's all about um, is getting people out there on the ice and um, inspiring someone to play. What do you think is the hardest part about learning to play hockey? I, I learned not too long ago this this year already, but I, I had some difficulty with certain things. But what do you think is the hardest thing that you've noticed for people when they come to the learn to play? <laughs> well, I think skating is number one. <laughs> not a lot of people uh, grew up on skates around mm-hmm. uh, around here. So uh, the beaches are pretty nice. So when you uh, have a chance to put some skates on, that's probably the most difficult thing to get. And you're also involved in the community a bit too. You have your golf shootout for Cure Duchenne coming up later this year. What inspired you to start that as well too? That was uh, that was kind of um, a thing that me and my wife had kind of discussed. We've been a, obviously been in the league for a few years now, uh, built some roots here in Orange County, um, and really wanted to get involved in something of our own. Uh, obviously, our team is a part of a lot of different organizations here. Um, and spend a lot of time learning from that uh, on how to give back. So um, we kind of got together, and it was kind of a, a weird meeting that we <laughs> – one of my buddies just happened to run into Paul and Deborah, um, listened to their story, um, timed it out, uh, got us a meeting together, and it just kind of went from there. Golf for you, was it something that you always enjoyed, or was that something you kind of picked up once you got out here to California because it's just the best place to play golf? <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. Um, <laughs> no, I, I actually started when I was like 17 or 18. Okay. Um, I didn't grow up playing very often. I grew up in Saskatchewan. Uh, we have three months of sunshine, <laughs> and out of those three months, there's about a week and a half where it's not blowing 30 miles an hour. So, um, you know, when I, when I got to be 17, 18 – in junior hockey, I moved away from home mm-hmm. um, and realized that almost every charity event I went to was a golf tournament. <laughs> and, oh. and I really didn't like looking like an idiot <laughs> out there. So um, I kind of took up the game and really enjoyed it. So, 
Was there anyone on former teams that helped you, you know, get your golf skills up to where they might be today? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the number one guy was probably my billet, actually. Really? The family I lived with in Calgary. Um, Scotty's an avid golfer. Mm. Um, me and him started competing when I was younger. I used to lose to him every round. Um, <laughs> now things are a little bit different. But um, And then Tamo. I played with Tamo mm. lots. He always took me out to Kodo and, um, and got into the game a little bit more. And um, So, yeah, those are probably the two most. So with retirement now, I mean, are you golfing some more too? I am, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I try to play quite a bit. Um, obviously, my schedule is kind of crazy with the kids and stuff, but um, my wife takes care of most of the school stuff. So mm. um, from about 7.45 in the morning till 3, I'm okay. Um, <laughs> so I try to get out and play at least once a week. And you told me just before this that you're basically an Uber driver for the kids because they're doing so many different activities right now. Unpaid Uber driver. <laughs> Unpaid, yes, yeah. that part too. That's when my job kicks in about 3.30 <laughs> when the kids get home from school. <laughs> what are some other things that you've been enjoying in your retirement? Um, obviously spending time, some downtime has been great. Um, obviously being around the kids Mm -hmm. more and more, uh, waking up with them every morning, going to bed with them every night. Um, those are things that you kind of take for granted, um, in real life. Um, but when you're a hockey player and you're traveling all the time and, um, given being able to give them a kiss good night every night, um, is a big part of being home. Was that something that kind of led you to your decision to retire was your family? Well, yeah, I definitely played a role in it. Um, mm-hmm. My kids are at an age now where things are starting to get busy. They're starting to care. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're starting to care whether you're home all the time. They're yeah. starting to care whether you miss their games, those kind of things. So um, I was in a, lucky enough to be in a situation where I could make that decision and um, and be around for them more. Now, your son, Ryder, was the junior reporter for the Ducks this season a couple times already, and I absolutely love those videos. If you haven't seen them on Twitter or our social media or at the games, you need to check them out. But how did that idea come to fruition, and how did you hear about it? It's funny. It's a classic story. He was the second choice. Um, <laughs> no, he uh, – Gilly actually called me and asked if if my daughter would do it. Okay. Um, I think it things might have went a little bit differently if my daughter did it. It might have been a little cuter than um, than the whole experience. But um, no, and my daughter just she wasn't really feeling up for it. And mm. Ryder happened to be sitting beside me, and he was like, "Well, I'll do it." And then so I asked Gilly, and um, you know, it kind of took off from there. And he was he he did a great job at it. I was very proud of him. It's really cool to see the relationship that he seems to have with a lot of the guys too. Yeah, I mean, you know, him being my oldest um, was good because. And, you know, when you have one child, he got to come in the locker room probably more than the rest of them um, because, you know, once you get two, three, you know, they're younger and all that. And then the COVID stuff happened where kids weren't allowed to be around. Um, so he was probably the most around the guys out of all my kids. And he was able to build those relationships, which was really cool. The guys were always great with him. What does hockey mean to him? I mean, as the oldest, he's always been around it. Yeah, I don't know. He he never really took to it. Um, mm. He played for a few years. Um, maybe he'll come back to it. Who knows? But he plays absolutely everything. So um, <laughs> my second guy's really into hockey right now. Um, so I got one playing out there that I can go watch, which is fun. <laughs> is it fun to uh, get out in the yard and play different sports with the kids too? Yeah, it is. I mean, for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> there is days where I'm like, can I just sit on the couch for a little while? But um, no, it's it's great to see them out active and um, 
we're lucky enough to be in Orange County where we can be outside uh, almost every day of the year. Um, so we do a lot of uh, football in the yard, baseball in the yard, basketball is big right now. So, um, and then my second guy's, he's got a little shooting pad up top at our house. So he does a lot oh. of, a lot of rollerblading and shooting outside. <laughs> Have they picked their teams? I mean, besides the ducks, but like sports teams otherwise. Well, basically any team that I'm not cheering for um, <laughs> is their team. So now the boys both went against me right away. I'm a big Packer fan. Okay. And, uh, the boys both jumped on Kansas City. Mm, um, Super just, Bowl. Yeah, they just started watching football a couple of years ago, so you can imagine why they picked Kansas City. But um, and then now my uh, my second guy's on to the Buffalo Bills. So that's a good um, pick. Yeah, yeah. So he's uh, he's been uh, he's been at them this year, and then my daughter's just a huge Ducks fan. Aww. She uh, she's uh, tried and true. She won't uh, she won't leave the side. So. <laughs> Do you find yourself watching more sports now that you're retired? I do way more, actually. Mm. It is weird. Um, I never really grew up watching sports very often um, and definitely not hockey. Um, but now I kind of find myself watching a lot of hockey games. Again, my daughter loves to watch the games with me, so mm -hmm. it gives us something to do together, which is cool. Um, but yeah, it also helps me kind of stay involved in the game and understand what's going on, um, the trends of the game, um, whether I want to get into coaching or 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 management, whatever it may be. No, you've spent so much time here in Orange County and with Anaheim and everything. What has SoCal meant to your family? I mean, you met your wife here even too, raising your kids here. Yeah, it's been great. Um, I've been, again, very fortunate. Um, there's not a lot of guys out there that can say they played in the same place their whole career. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, and Orange County has become our home. Um, this has been uh, a great place for me to you know, kind of grow as a person, grow as a man and a father. So, um, my kids and my, my wife grew up here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, we've been very fortunate. Did you always think that you would stay in Anaheim your whole career? I honestly did. Mm. Um, that's kind of a, an easy answer for me. There's not a lot of them when it comes to <laughs> talking about my career, but that, that was kind of always my vision, uh, from day one. Now with your wife growing up here, I mean, there's, really no better place to be by the beach, by the mountains and everything. Um, going back to when you guys first met, was she surprised that you were who you were with the Anaheim ducks? And yeah, <laughs> yeah she didn't really know who I was. So that was, uh, that's know, probably good that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely part of it. Other than I was missing teeth when we first met. So um, did she ask why that was? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, part of the initial conversation. The first time I met her parents too, my teeth were out. So it's kind of a weird, uh, weird way to look at a, a new boyfriend, I'm sure. But um, no, it, it worked out great. And you, I'm assuming, told them, oh, I, I got in some fights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> told him that I tripped and hit a curb, I think. But, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, also going back to your playing days, uh, all-star weekend, obviously coming up, Troy Terry will be the representative for the ducks this season, but looking at the season that Troy has had and what he means to this organization, how proud are you of him for being a now second in year in a row going to the all-star game? Yeah, it's great. Those are, um, you know, for Troy, you know, for him to get that recognition is great because he's, He's a kid that um, came in, I don't want to say shy, but he kind of, <laughs> you know, didn't really know what he wanted to be, what he was going to be. Um, you didn't know if he was going to be a superstar or not. Um, he had the talent to do it. He just needed to get that mentality. And I think that um, the way he stepped up in the last two years has been a prime example of that. 
He told a story on the Players Lounge episode with Max Jones about one of during his rookie year, he saw you and he said, Hi, Ryan. And Jonesy said, Why are you being so awkward? What what why'd you say that? <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> no. No, but if I had a list of all the awkward things Troy's done in the oh, last yeah? <laughs> you know, the last three, four years. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Troy uh had a tendency to be really uncomfortable at certain situations. So he tends to blurt out things that aren't really uh, relevant to the situation. How's your relationship with him now? Oh, it's Past the hi, Ryan? Yeah, we're past (laughs) that, I think. Um, Now he just ignores my text messages. Oh. He's kind of going, he's going the other way now. Um, (laughs) You know, before it was, uh, he was nervous. Now he just doesn't care, I think. So we'll see. And he's going to be a dad soon. He is. Have you That's given him thought. any, have you given him any advice? <laughs> no, I don't give fatherly advice. That's, uh, <laughs> I give him advice on how to deal with hockey, but parenting is a whole nother game and everybody has their own look at it. When you go back to your time being a part of all-star weekend, do you have any memories that stick out to you from those couple times? Um, I mean, I, it was funny because they were all kind of different. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at different stages in my life, different stages of my career. Um, you know, I remember I went to the first one um, and I went with Tamo and Joe Sackick, who I was hanging out <laughs> with for the most part. Um, I was a rookie and we went to the Young Stars game. And so that whole thing was kind of eye opening and um, really looked at it through a different lens. Um, and then, you know, as, as things went along, um, I had kids. I was able to bring some of my kids to some of them. Um, really enjoy that with the family. So it was, uh, it was a combination of different, different activities. Are you a fan of all-star weekend for the NHL? Do you think it's a great like marketing and just showing off the stars of the league too? Yeah, I think that it's, I think it's necessary. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we're in an age where, um, you know, we talked earlier about content or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I have different friends that use that word a lot. Uh, so <laughs> it's, we do here. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a big word, big word in the marketing world. So um, I think that that's part of it. I think you have to be able to reach uh, the consumer, um, the fan um, in many different ways. So um, I think it's good to grow the game. I think that it's, it's hard on some guys to go and be demanding all the time and Uh, But it's all part of uh, being a player and enjoying it as much as you can. Now, one of the interesting things with this is, I mean, guys from teams that are rivals will go and they'll be on the same team. Was that ever a thing that you thought about or is it like an awkward thing at all? Or do you just become friends with these guys? Yeah, I mean, it's not. I think you always have. We always tend to have a level of respect. So whether you, you dislike someone on the ice and stuff, I've. I've been around the game long enough that I've really never met somebody that's a bad guy off the ice. Um, there's people that you definitely don't get along with, but um, that doesn't mean they're a bad person or a bad guy. That just means you clash a little bit. So um, when you go to those events, obviously we, a lot of us grew up, you know, playing for hockey Canada or team USA or wherever it may be. Um, so you tend to meet up with those guys at certain times anyway. So um, we have an ability as, <laughs> as athletes, um, to kind of try and leave stuff on the ice. So when you meet people off the ice, it's a whole different world. Do you have any stories from any of those guys throughout your career that maybe on the ice, it was like that, but off the ice, it was, Hey, how you doing? You know, how, how's life? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. A story just came up about, I went to the world juniors the one year and, uh, we played in grand forks and Andrew Ladd and myself were on Calgary and, Dion Phaneuf and Colin Fraser were on Red Deer, who we play 
an average of 13 times a year, mm. um, including playoffs and preseason and everything else. So um, we went to the World Juniors. We won a gold medal. The first game back was against Red Deer. And off the opening faceoff, Fanuf and Ladd fought. And then the next faceoff, me and Colin Fraser <laughs> fought. So um, that's probably the funniest story when it comes to going to an event together. And <laughs> we won a gold medal together three days before, but then we're fighting on the ice. So I can only imagine what was said. Yeah, it was uh, It was pretty. <laughs> Daryl Sutter was their coach, too. And oh, he was okay. our coach. And after the game, he came over. He's like, you idiots. He's like, you're the four best players. And they started the whole game without you guys. <laughs> well, now you get to watch some of the guys that you've either played with or played against still in the NHL, too. Do you keep tabs on them? I mean, obviously, Corey Perry, a very close friend of yours, too. Um, and we had him not too long ago also on a From Mighty Till Now, Riveting the two of stuff, you. Hey? It was a great interview. <laughs> and great setting, too, really. Yeah, the setting the was a lot better than the interview, I think. <laughs> Uh, but do you do you keep tabs as much on you know those guys and everything? Yeah, it just depends. Um, I think some of that stuff kind of goes in waves. Um, you stay in touch for a while, you lose touch, you get back in touch, all that stuff. But um, I try to keep an eye on uh, on guys that I've played with and and care about how they're doing and their care- careers and all that stuff. So now you spent over ten years as the captain of the Ducks. I mean, through that time, going back to the beginning of it, we'll say. Did you want to be the captain? Did you see yourself in a role like that someday, especially at the NHL level? Um, I think once I was here, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, before I was here, no. I mean, that was never like a goal of mine or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that leadership to me is natural. It should be a natural thing, a natural progression. Um, and I thought that I was able to do that here. I wasn't forced into anything that I was uncomfortable with. Um, I know a lot of guys come from – you know, big high draft picks and they get thrown in and they want, they want them to be the captain their first year and whatever. And, um, I was lucky enough not to have to do that. Um, I don't know if I would have been ready at that (laughs) point. Um, I got to get, you know, three or four years, five years, maybe under my belt before that was thrown on me. And, and I got to learn a lot from the guys in front of me, which was cool. It's interesting how much pressure can be on certain players, especially all the young stars now that are in the league. Do you have any advice for how to handle those that type of pressure um it's hard to really say because i I think that goes back again to everybody's different Mm -hmm. everybody's going to handle that differently um everyone's going to have their own way of dealing with it um the biggest thing you can do is embrace what you know Mm -hmm. and and block out the rest um which is easy to say (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know we're lucky enough in anaheim here that we don't deal with the you know, the day-to-day pressure of dealing with the media, uh, relentless, mm-hmm. um, going home and watching it on TV all day, every day. Um, so <laughs> in that aspect, we, we have a little bit of an advantage um, when it comes to dealing with the pressure. Was that something that you shared in your role as captain with the team? Um, like on how to deal with that stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, I, naturally, probably, mm-hmm. some of it. Um, if guys ever asked me about it, yes, I would talk to them about um, things that I've done, trying mm-hmm. to share experiences. That's all you can really do. Um, but it, uh, you know, there is definitely a, a way to grow with it in the league and, and, and you're going to have ups and downs and bumps and stuff along the way. And, um, it's just a matter of, uh, making those bumps small. <laughs> when you first got to the NHL, I feel like everyone has that moment for them where they're that welcome to the show moment. <laughs> Did you have one of those? 
Um, <laughs> I mean, I talked about it last week uh, on a di- on a different show um, about the night before my first game. Mm. Um, that's a nervous night. <laughs> I can when imagine. You know you're going into. We were in <laughs> Chicago, um, and Joffrey Lupul is my roommate, and he kind of helped calm me down. And um, we went out for a nice dinner and uh, had a great meal that night. So, <laughs> favorite thing to eat while on the road? Ate a lot of steak. Okay, I'm a big steak guy. So, um, almost every city we went into, there was some sort of great steak restaurant uh, that we ended up at. And who was in charge of finding those restaurants? Ooh. Lots of different guys. Um, Todd Marchant was a big one when I was young. Um, you know, it was when I was young, if you got asked by the veterans, you went. There was no <laughs> – I was just going. So it didn't matter. That's how I learned how to drink wine. Uh, oh. Yeah, because I would go to these meals all the time. Mm-hmm. And everyone would order wine. They'd order bottles. And then we'd split up the bill. Mm-hmm. And so I was paying for it, but I wasn't drinking it. So I, <laughs> I eventually learned how to drink it. <laughs> What's your favorite wine now? Oh, I don't even know. Like reds, whites, what kind of? I kind of like everything. It depends on the season. Um, In the summer, we drink a lot more white. Mm -hmm. Um, Even rosé we got into last year. Um, And then, obviously, I I drink a lot of red wine. Uh, Went went more to a Pinot instead of a Cab, though. Mm -hmm. A little lighter. It is a little lighter. (laughs) Uh, So now, I mean, do you still enjoy going to steakhouses? Is that something... I do not as much though. I don't yeah. eat as much steak now. Mm-hmm. Um, not really burning six thousand calories a day anymore. <laughs> so um, no, I tend to. I tried to. We tried to cut out red meat mm. a little bit out of our diet. Um, it doesn't work that well for me because <laughs> I love it. But um, but for the most part, we we try to cut it out. When you were on the road during your playing days, what was something else that you enjoyed doing? Hmm. We did a few escape rooms. Oh, that's cool. That was later. Obviously, those kind of came around at the end. Um, I suppose it depends on the city that you're in, too. Yeah, a lot of it. Um, sometimes it's nice. Well, later in my career, it was nice to just sit in a quiet room, <laughs> <laughs> sit in a quiet hotel room and not being asked a bunch of questions. But um, no, we. I mean, obviously, I went through different stages in my career where we did mm-hmm. all kinds of different stuff. Um, spent a lot of time at the bar at the start, um, <laughs> learning the league that way. Um, and then, you know, from there, we, you know, moved on. It was always great dinners. Um, just being with the guys, I think that uh, that's the biggest thing that, uh, you know, I'll miss for sure. And the bonding that happens, I mean, you mentioned it at the bar, wherever it may be, especially when you're younger too. I feel like that's when you learn the most about the league and just everyone in general. It is. And, you know, you go through certain things that you never really think that would you know, bring an athlete together or bring him to play his best <laughs> or whatever it is. But I can remember lots of times where we, you know, we're in a little bit of a slump, a lull. Somebody organized a night out. We went to the bar, had a good time with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn more about your teammates that way, um, sitting down, having a beer, all that kind of stuff. Um, and a lot of times the, the best memories are the next morning when everybody's hurting <laughs> and you all have to get up and go to practice and, um, and kind of sweat it all out. And, you know, we had some of the best best memories um on those mornings where everybody was all in it together uh, you knew the guy next to you was struggling too but um we learned how to battle through it and that's how you be a pro who was always struggling the most oh <laughs> i'm sure there's a couple names yeah there is a couple names but <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to share yeah i don't know if i can share those names but i know per- perry was the one who spelled smelled the most <laughs> he was always putting on heat rub and stuff in the morning pretending the coach <laughs> didn't know what was going on but uh, but he, but he's a pro. He, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he got out there and practiced every day and, um, he probably had some of his better practices then. Mm. 
What was one of your favorite cities to visit? Um, I, I loved Calgary because mm. um, I played there. Um, I was there for four years. I had so many family and friends there all the time. Um, the relationship with people at the rink um, around the city was always uh, fun to go back to and see. Um, and then Chicago as well. I loved playing in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It got better as my career went along. Um, that you know, that building wasn't exactly rocking when I was, <laughs> when I was a rookie. And, um, over the years they built that thing, uh, back up to where they wanted it, obviously. And now with the way hockey has grown and now being out of it a little bit too, I mean, what is your perspective of this new era, uh, you know, in hockey and the way that it's trending with all these young stars? Um, it, it's hard. You have mixed feelings. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, Part of me likes the game <laughs> old school and um, likes that grit and all that kind of stuff, making it hard, um, you know, but then th- there's another part of me that, uh, you know, it's just, this is the way it is. The kids mm-hmm. are fast. They're ready to play. Um, they're not afraid to do anything. <laughs> so it's good for a fan's uh, perspective. Um, I think that, uh, you know, ultimately when playoffs come around, you see the type of hockey that uh, I love to watch and, um, and what gets you the Stanley Cup. Two new teams in the last, you know, number of years, Vegas and Seattle. How cool is it to see just the hockey markets growing in that sense, too? Yeah, that part's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way they've done it has been awesome. I thought that they they did a really good job at, at hiring the right groups um, that really wanted to represent the league in the right way and, and sink their, you know, their thought and their time into it and, and not kind of half-ass it. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they dove right in, got the whole city involved and, Obviously, the product on the ice has been great for those two teams. How has it been for you this season watching the Ducks? It's been good. Um, I've enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually enjoyed watching some of the guys, um, obviously, that I've played with most of them, um, you know, in the, the past couple of years. And seeing some of those guys take another step um, it, it's been good. Um, obviously, the struggles are a little bit hard for me to watch. Um, I know some guys, it, it affects a lot more. I know some guys were ready to to start pushing to win again. And, um, and that makes it difficult and that's hard to watch for some of those guys. And you obviously stay in touch with everyone. And I mean, have you been able to share, you know, some of those words with them? Yeah, I've had different, different guys call me at different times. Um, I, I try not to reach out, Mm -hmm. um, other than just to generally talk, um, about life or whatever. But, um, as far as hockey goes, um, I've had numerous guys call me throughout the start of the year and how to deal with certain things and they're struggling with certain things. And, um, and, you know, and that means a lot to me to be able to help them still and, um, and really, you know, give some sort of guidance, uh, from an outsider's perspective. From the family side, now that you are in retirement and you have so much time to spend around everyone, do you guys like to travel or is there anything exciting for you guys coming up? because <laughs> um, yeah. you obviously had to do so much traveling while you played so yeah I, I mean obviously I traveled a lot um, didn't travel as much with the family mm-hmm. uh, other than the summer we put in our put in our miles all the time <laughs> but, um, throughout the year it's it's different we're you know we got a spring break trip coming up I think mm-hmm. that we've never really been able to do the kids have always had to kind of base their sp- spring break around me um, <laughs> so my wife's really looking forward to doing those things. Um, we've been back and forth to Nashville a few times. We have a place out there. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I don't even know where we're going yet for spring break. <laughs> I know we're going somewhere. <laughs> Did you enjoy playing in Nashville when you played? I loved there? it. That yeah. city's awesome. Man. Yeah. That was, uh, 
I love country music. I love mm. live music. Um, and I love what they did with the building. Uh, that building was rocking all the time. And uh, it was always a great experience. So is that what kind of music you put on the ox if someone gives you the ox? Is it country music? For the most part, yeah. Okay. What's an aux, by the way? Uh it's the the, the wire. Cord? Yes, yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. The wire that plugs in. Yeah. I but sometimes I, I don't guess know if you can use that anymore. Well, I'm old school, so yeah? I have an aux. You don't have an aux cord. No way. I do. Oh my goodness, that's <laughs> I, awesome. I'm pretty old school. You're more old, still, school, old schooler I, than me. I have an iPod still. Oh, no. Yes. Really? I do. They don't even sell those anymore. No, they don't. They I stopped. tried to buy one for my kids the other day. The guy's like, ah, uh, he's like, you can buy a phone. Oh. I was like, uh, not yet. Six. <laughs> He's like, well, just buy the phone and don't hook it up. Huh? And then it works as an iPod. I'm like, yeah, but the phone is <laughs> four or five hundred dollars. It's too much. iPods yeah. used to be 150 mm -hmm. bucks or something. Mm -hmm. but, it's wow. funny how that's changed. And huh? you still have an auxiliary cord. I like that. I do. Is that in your car too? It is. No. It is. Yeah. In the car? I mean, I have Bluetooth too, but I I have an auxiliary cord. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, your your kids probably wouldn't even know what that is. No chance. No, they'd be like, there's cords hanging out and just put it to the side. <laughs> All right, Ryan Getzloff, so great to have you in studio right here on Light the Lamp. And uh, I know the Ducks organization is just so proud to see everything that you've done over the years. And uh, great to have you still uh, joining us here. Thank you for having me. This is an Anaheim Ducks original production on Duck Street.